This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Country on CBS Sports Network, and they're going to be on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning. About a month and a half ago, I said the Knicks don't deserve our attention right now. They need to do something to gain our attention for us to be thinking about them as a team that can get to the playoffs, you know, not be in the play-in games, and do some damage in the postseason, like actually winning a round and not losing in five like they did to the Hawks. Well, this morning is that morning. They have earned our attention back. I know that you had Jalen Brown out of this game last night, but the fact is that they dominated the Boston Celtics at home. They've now won six straight. They're now nine games over 500. They've now moved into the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference, and this team is rolling. They're hot. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing great this morning, G. And, uh, you know, I asked you a couple of days ago, or maybe it was about a week ago, after uh, the All-Star break was uh, you know, ending and the Knicks were coming back to play about Mitchell Robinson. And when is he coming back? Because he was sorely missed without question in his last three games prove exactly what he's worth to the Knicks. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that he can stop Embiid or... Giannis or any of the big men in the middle, Jokic, any of those guys. But I am saying for what the Knicks do and what they need, he's a guy that basically has a profound impact, especially on defense and especially offensive rebounding. Now, I thought that uh, maybe uh, Tom Thibodeau would have taken him out a little bit later, uh, earlier in the game last night when the Knicks uh, clearly were winning and were going to win the game, but he left him out there. But I don't know, you know, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson has not been great the last three games. He's been a little bit off, but that's okay. 
uh, because Josh Hart has picked up the slack, mm-hmm. and you know he was a great ad. And I, you know, I feel good about what they what I watched last night. I don't think they played their best game, but I thought defensively they were good. And let's, let's face it, when Jason Tatum is off the way he was last night, and they were off, I think they shot like forty two threes last night, and I think they hit nine. Yeah, I think that that is exactly right. Yep. And, the, and the Knicks were twelve of thirty one from three. So uh, if the Knicks would hit their free throws, they would have won by twenty. You know, I mean, it's 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 amazing how just sometimes it can be really frustrating. Just hit your free throws. Everybody should be you know be able to do that. Now that's where Mitchell Robinson can't even hit the rim, which is amazing. But there's no question that with him back in the middle playing defense and getting offensive rebounds. And Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly kind of controlling the game. Emmanuel sometimes still gets a little helter-skelter, but he was shooting well last night. R.J. Barrett had another little bit of an off night. And again, you know, I was listening to the radio station yesterday, and I know a bunch of guys on the station here are not big R.J. fans. I, and I understand that. Like, you know, Brandon Tierney's not a big R.J. fan. I don't think uh, the guys in the afternoon are big R.J. fans. It's not about being a fan. It's about, you know, developing a younger player. And looking at some of these players that now have reached the pinnacle of success in the NBA, they're all around, maybe with the exception of guys like John Morant, and even Trey Young has stumbled. You know, everybody thinks Trey Young's the answer to everything, and he's having a bad year. He got the coach fired. Sure. So, uh, you know, these kids, they go through it, and they're going to have some off-seasons. And, and when I think about off-seasons, I think about last year with Julius Randle. And then the things that he said around the All-Star break about his own body language, the way that he carried himself on the court, and all this other stuff. And so whatever was going on in his life was affecting him last year. But really what was affecting him last year was the fact that they didn't have a legitimate guy that can control the game like a Jalen Brunson does. Even when Jalen's not playing his best, he's still controlling the game, controlling the basketball, and he does, and, you know, and What's his name? Uh, Julius Randle doesn't have to have all the pressure of always taking the shot. Now, he made some tough shots last night, Julius Randle did, which was good. To, and was good to see him do that against a good team. You know, because, you know, there have been times where he disappears against good teams. Like, he'll throw at bricks and things of that nature and have off games. But, you know, they, there was, I, I, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brini and Clyde were talking about it last night, talking about how this team genuinely likes each other. And Brain says, well, that coincides with winning, and he's right. Yeah, of course. And, you know, so they're all getting run. They got, you know, Jericho Sims is now not playing because of, uh, the you know, the minutes for both Hartenstein and uh, Mitchell Robinson. But, you know, he was a part of the success when Mitchell Robinson wasn't here. Yeah, and that's the thing I love about this team right now with everybody being healthy. There's just so many options. And I know that this thing's going to be run mainly with Jalen Brunson and then Julius Randle. But there's so many other contributors that are doing exactly what Tom Thibodeau needs them to do. Like Emmanuel quickly last night. Again, you know, burst of energy off the bench keeps the scoring going when Jalen Brunson isn't there providing that energy. Josh Hart has been tremendous. He fits perfectly uh, with this basketball team. You talked, obviously, about Mitchell Robinson, what he brings when he's healthy. Hartenstein's been been awesome. All these guys are fulfilling their roles perfectly. And, and when they're healthy... They, they, I know there's a, you know, a shorter rotation now with Thibodeau, but they're still, they're deep and they're talented and they're relentless and they played defense last night. This looked like a real basketball game. This did not look like a 140, 138 
stupid bunch of threes craziness. They played defense, and this looked like a real basketball game, and that's the type of game that will win in the postseason. Well, it's also know that you know Boston was not hitting their, their shots last night. Yeah, either. but I mean, part of that's the defense. I know, you know? part of it, yeah. The Knicks do a lot of jumping and flying past the guy shooting and then <laughs> and then shooting and yeah. missing. So, I mean, let, let's be honest. Boston had an off night. You know, they, they were talking about that first game that they played this year, and Boston hit like 27 threes or something. So, if when Jalen Brown's back, they'll be a different team. And we'll see that probably over the weekend when they go up to Boston to play them. And, you know, they got two games now where, you know, Miami beats Philadelphia last night and they got the, they got the Nets coming up. Mm-hmm. So if they can win those two games, you know, that, that will really tell me something. Because after that, you know, then it becomes Charlotte. Then they got to go out west. Sacramento, the Clippers, the Lakers and Portland. Those four games will tell us a lot about this team. Sure, and that'll be without LeBron James as he is going to be out for several weeks, at least the Laker game is. But yeah, I mean, that that West Coast swing, got to keep it going. You got to be able to tread water. But I mean, right now, I mean, I've got more confidence in them that they're not going to go on some sort of extended losing streak than I've had in a very, very long time. I'm talking years. You know, just because I mean, of the is, effort and the defense, and they show up every night. Right, and this is like the stretch run now, the last 19 games of the season or whatever it is. And, you know, some that, that one road trip right there is, is going to be difficult. And then they come home, and they got Denver, Milwaukee, Miami. So that, there's that, the, the next 10 games are, are really, if they, if they somehow can go, I'm going to put a 6-4 and four on that. Yeah, that'd be great. I would take that. I would, would I you would sign for that, that right now, six and four? Yes, I would sign yeah. for that right now, six and four. Yeah, I yes. mean, continuing to win during that stretch would be would be tremendous. And even if you're just treading water and you're 500 or a game under 500 in that stretch, that'll also be great now that you're nine games over. And we've said four seed or five seed. Four seed obviously would be a better situation, have home court advantage, but either four seed or five seed, go up against most likely the Cleveland Cavaliers and win that series and give yourself a shot against one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And that right there is going to be the most excited we've been about the Knicks in a very, very long time. You know, I was I was saying about R.J. Barrett, he, he, the kid's 22 years old. And, you know, he's having kind of an up and down, little little bit of a kind of a stunted year this year. And you think about Julius Randle's year last year. Don't everybody want to get rid of Julius Randle after the season was over. Get rid of this guy, get, trade him. But, you know, now all of a sudden, because of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle has found his game again. And maybe his own mental health is better than it was last year. And I, I would just say that, you know, the thing about R.J. Barrett is that, He's not a kid that's going to give you a problem. He is a kid that's going to work on his game. It's going to work to play defense. And if he doesn't have a great night, he, he's going to go go play defense. And I, I don't know. It's, I'm not sitting here saying that he's going to turn into a superstar, but I, I am not at the age of 22. And I know it's different in basketball. Brandon Tierney keeps telling me this all the time. It's different. You know, you know, you know. So I don't know. You know, I'm not so sure that when he's 26 years old and he's in the eighth year of his career, He's going to be like a really good, solid NBA player. Who knows? Maybe he'll he'll once Julius Randle is out of here, and there's you know more configuration, different players around him. 
you know, who knows? Maybe he'll take off then. I, I don't know, but I'm just, I'm not ready to give up on a kid that's just 22 years yeah, old. I don't yet. think anybody's giving up on him. I mean, maybe they're giving up on the fact that he's not going to be the superstar that we hope that he would be. But no one's saying get rid of him. I mean, they signed him to that extension. I, no I one's saying that. get rid of him. I, 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 but I, it's, I, just, it's just, you listen to the people that, and again, they're fans and they're emotional. And just like I am with my hockey team and my baseball team and things of that nature. But... You you listen to people calling. I'm oh I'm sick of this guy. He can't play, and I'm like, I, I don't know what people want. Well, the frustration stems from the fact that if R.J. Barrett is the third overall pick in the draft, had turned into a legitimate star, that this team could be at the top of the Eastern he Conference. Still may. I mean, I'm but I'm, but he isn't right now. I mean, and 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 I don't think that there's a chance that he will get there because we've been watching him now for years and he still has the same issues. And I don't think it's a matter of opportunity because you're like, oh, if Julius Randle isn't around, maybe it's not a matter of opportunity. It's a matter of the fact that he's just not a great shooter. He's just, and, and, and in today's NBA, like if you're going to be that superstar, unless you're a big man like Joel Embiid and he could actually, you know, he could shoot as well when, when he needs to, but You've got to be a lethal shooter to be a superstar in the league, and he's not that. Well, what he is, is he is a mid-range shooter, is what he is. And he's a drive-to-the-basket guy, and he's a long defensive you know, uh, it, a player that can try to shut down and get in the face of the other team's best ball handlers or even their shooters. I, I just, I'm not going to sit here and argue this morning. I'm, I'm just bringing it up because this is what I've been hearing on this radio station. I, I'm like, I feel the same way, again, about like the young guys on my hockey team. I, like We all expect 18 and 19 and 20-year-olds to turn into Connor McDavid. You know, we, we don't have Connor McDavid. There's only one. You know, we don't have a Giannis. We don't have a an Embiid. We don't have a Jokic. A Jokic. We, don't, we don't have players like that. You know, and I was looking at, like, the top 50 players in the NBA. Only Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are in the top 50. Yeah. Nobody else is. Right. You know, and this is why we are stuck where we are. But I give the, I give this team credit. I give the coach credit because, you know, people wanted to fire the coach in November. Yeah. You know, and everybody was sick of him. And now, all of a sudden, they make a couple moves. And this Jalen Brunson move in the offseason was turned out to be brilliant. It turned out to be a great move, given the fact that, yeah, they should have tried to add Donovan Mitchell. I don't they know. did try. I, I mean, yeah, but I don't know if Danny Ainge really wanted to send Donovan Mitchell to New York. I mean, you would. I would have thought that maybe Danny Ainge would have done that for Donovan Mitchell, given the fact that he was a former player himself. And I'm sure Donovan, while he seems to be happy in Cleveland, would have much rather had come to New York. Yeah, without a doubt. I think that Danny Ainge, mainly, he didn't want to send Donovan Mitchell exactly where he wanted to go because that means that the player won. I think that pride came in there. Like, all right, I'm going to trade you, but I'm not going to send you exactly where you want to go because I'm sick of that stuff. But you know what? I, you know, the, the Chicago Blackhawks are doing that for Patrick Kane. Mm -hmm. they, they, he wants to come to New York, and they're going to take less, most likely take less from the Rangers uh, to get Patrick Kane here. Now, Patrick Kane has won three cups for it's Chicago. It's a little bit different. I mean, the guy. I know, but I'm saying like, teams do that. You know, teams like Donovan Mitchell had been the face for the Utah Jazz for a long time since he got there. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's, and he it's, never bitched and complained about anything. He's a great guy. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just telling you that's my theory with Danny Ainge. I think that he well, he doesn't like the Knicks, of course, with his history. But I also think that there was something about all right. Now Donovan Mitchell wants to go there, and I have to send him there. Like, I don't want to do that. 
And and he probably, you know, and there were a couple of deals out on the table that if the Knicks had made them, you know, people would have been freaking out because it was such a massive haul, but they would have had Donovan Mitchell. And having Donovan Mitchell would have been really the thing that would put them in that that top three, top prob- four conversation. And they probably would have had to have parted with uh, R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, uh, you know, young guys that, you know, I think most of us, well, at least I like them. I know that they have a, a shortage in their game and they're missing a few aspects of their game. But I also know that they're kids and I also know that they give effort. I haven't seen anybody dogging it. No. There's only really one guy that I see that walks up the court and then puts his hands on his hips and bends over in the offensive zone. That's Julius Randle. He still does it. <laughs> he still does it from time to time. But I, you know, again, when you look at what Hart has done, what Jalen Brunson has done, what Mitchell Robinson has turned into, Emmanuel quickly, I mean, they're good enough to compete every night. Now, they're not going to win a championship, unfortunately, but they are good enough to compete every night. Yeah, and and they feel a little bit better than that NBA purgatory that I've talked about, where you're not bad enough to get the lottery pick to get the guy that could turn your franchise around, and you're not really good enough to to compete for a championship, which they're not, but they're, they're a little bit better than that. Like, I, I think that they, at, like, the way they're playing now, I really think they could give one of the top three teams in the conference a really good series in the second round. If they stay healthy, if they stay healthy and other teams lose a player here or there, then they have a shot. That's what it's going to take. They're going to have to stay fully healthy, fully committed, continue to play defense, continue to play unselfish offense, uh, knock down a couple of really key shots, which Emmanuel quickly and Josh Hart did last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, then all of a sudden it kind of is spreading around the entire team, everybody's kind of got their hands in the game. Everybody's got a little skin in the game. Everybody's playing. And everybody really wants to be the reason why they're winning. And that's where the mindset, and I think that's what, you know, Breen and, and Clyde were talking about last night. And I, I agree with that. I mean, winning does breed, a, a, you know, a happiness within the group. And that group then can maybe do something special that they're not thought that they could do like in other words a fan base like me may say hey they may not be able to do this but then all of a sudden you get into the second round you are kind of healthy you're getting there and then maybe the team that you're seeing is missing two players because of ankle injuries or knee injuries or they got a shoulder injury or whatever the the situation may be and then that's when now all of a sudden you catch a team at the right time it's not you know who you're playing it's when you're playing them or what kind of condition are you in and they Oh, what kind of condition are they in? So, you know, who knows? I mean, this this next 10 games is going to tell us a lot because of where they got to go and who they got to play. And it starts with the Nets. I just want them to beat the hell out of the Nets. <laughs> Me I, too. I'm so Me too sick of us. and tired of the Nets. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 